Hello, everyone, and welcome to Three Words, a bite-sized podcast about the simple and yet strategic choices that I can make, that you can make, in order to become the best version of ourselves. My name is Dr. Michael Brown, and I am the host of this Three Words podcast. And friends, today is a first. It's a very special day for me because I get to sit across this socially distanced space, though I don't need to, with my very best friend, my wife of almost 29 years, Teresa Brown. Sweetie, thanks for being with me today. And it was actually our son, Logan, who said, I think mom would be fantastic on our podcast. And sweetie, I'm just so pleased to be able to have you here today to be able to talk about a really personal and significant conversation for our family and even for our nation. And so in light of that, just to kind of set us up, would you share with our listeners, with our viewers, the three words for today? Sure. Uh, Today we'll be talking about remember to grieve. Remembering to grieve. You know, even as I think about that word grieve, I just feel like, I don't know, there's this burden on my shoulders, this weight in my chest. Grief is to feel pain. It is to feel sadness as a result of loss. It it tends to be actually grieving a very personal in a very private process that we go through. But I know for me and I know for you and I know for our family and for many of the folks that we're spending time with. And even as we look across our state and our nation and quite honestly, the world, there is so much grief. Because there's so many things happening that are so sad that have brought about tremendous loss, loss of health, loss of jobs, loss of loved ones. My goodness, loss of loved ones, people who have passed from this life to the next and we miss them and we're so sad and we're grieving. And even in our own family, the, the loss and the grief over special memories that we would have made yeah. together and in anticipated events that no longer are happening. There's so much happening at once. I mean, obviously we're in the middle of this global pandemic. We are in a very financially in, unstable time in, in our, in our nation because of all the job loss and so forth. And then of course, layered on top of that, something that is so very near and dear to us. And that is tremendous racial inequality. We heard more even this past week. The police brutality against Jacob Blake and just all that goes into these conversations. Sweetie, I've been grieving. Yeah. You've been grieving and it's been so, so hard. Yeah, absolutely. For our family personally, you were mentioning Mm -hmm. some personal things. Uh, We have two seniors or two just graduated seniors from high school who were not able to have graduation parties, who were not able to have a ceremony as all of our other children who are older were able to do. And so there's there's loss in that. Um, just uh, not being able to celebrate the way we usually do, not being able to, as we're walking and see somebody we haven't seen in a while, go up and give them a hug or, yeah. you know, everything with the, the masks and the barriers that we have to have. So there is, there's just a lot of personal loss in our family. But because of uh, our job working with college athletes, there's a lot of loss in, in yeah. that respect as well. Just the people that we care for deeply who are just grieving the loss of their fall seasons. Well, and as, uh, 
the viewers may remember, uh, we serve as life coaches here at Bowling Green State University. I've served in a variety of ways for the past 26 years, and we're actually positioned here in our SIBO Center overlooking the Deutsch Stadium. It was just actually probably 10 or 12 days ago when I had the opportunity to spend about two and a half hours with our entire football team and to share with them how sorry I am that their fall season, that fall football does not exist. Mm -hmm. And I shared with them on this day, just literally behind us here, that unless we grieve together, we cannot grow together or go together. That actually grieving is essential to growing Mm -hmm. and to moving forward to going. Mm -hmm. And so it was a really powerful conversation to to enter into a discussion and a dialogue with um, these young men who have, as we've talked about, feel like brothers and sons, right? Mm -hmm. And and just the, the the grief that they feel and at times they don't know how to work through it, but not just football, but our soccer teams and other mm-hmm. sports that are just really going through a tremendous amount of grief, but it's just one placeholder. It's one feature, one hallmark of what we're facing as a nation. This idea that this is a sad, sad, sad time. And regardless of what grief we're going through and all the different examples that we've given, We need to be comfortable to actually journey through the stages of grief in an appropriate way. Because obviously those first, even with our football team, those when that was announced on that Saturday morning that there was not going to be a fall football season, there was Mm -hmm. shock, which is the first stage of grief, right? Mm -hmm. And then they went through denial and, and then they go into anger and, and then bargaining. And then many of them have settled into depression, not Mm -hmm. just our student athletes, but our coaches and the families of our athletes. It was, mm-hmm. it was so sad, sweetie. And, and, and you saw, and I shared these with you, but for our student athletes, we've engaged in several conversations with them. One of the things that we've done is we've had them actually share and write down what they're most going to miss mm-hmm. about their fall season. And, and literally to hear things such as, ah, it was the one time I got to be with my family mm-hmm. or when I put on that jersey. When I lace up those shoes, it's just so very sad. There's a lot of loss and we need to give ourselves the freedom to be able to walk through those stages of grief. Right. I think oftentimes people feel like, and I can feel like I just need to like get over it and, you know, or there's worse things happening to people across the world and I shouldn't perseverate on this, but I do think it's necessary to a degree to just sit in that and allow Mm -hmm. yourself to process, you know, what just happened, what that loss was. Um, because if you don't, if you just stuff it, then, yeah. you know, you're, you're going to get to a point where you're in full depression or something because you haven't given yourself the time and the, the permission even to just, this is making me sad and, and, you know, think through what, what are these losses? Why am I discouraged or disappointed by this and kind of let yourself grieve that for a chunk of time, not forever, but thus the three words, remember Mm -hmm. to grieve because it's easy to forget to grieve. Mm -hmm. We don't forget the pain, no, but we forget to grieve. So we need to focus in, even in this discussion on remembering, set aside Mm -hmm. time, actually factor in within your schedule. I am going to remember to grieve because we will grieve either consciously and in a healthy way, mm-hmm. or we will grieve subconsciously in a health unhealthy, destructive way. Because whatever you use the term stuff, whatever we stuff doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. It just kind of brews and becomes 
toxic and dysfunctional. And it just begins to eat away from the inside out. Mm -hmm. And so to remember to grieve, to be able to actually cry. It's interesting uh, over here in the SIBO Center on the one wall, uh, it talks about mental toughness. And I was with the football team last year and we were chatting about this notion of, do you want to be mentally tough? And they're like, yes. I said, do you really want to be mentally tough? They're like, yes. I said, then you need to cry about once a week. (laughs) And they all kind of looked at me and we kind of laughed about it and chuckled. But the reality is there are sad things happening to us on a regular basis. We need to hit the pause button. We need to remember to take time and say, this hurts. Yeah. And I think in America, our culture is not very good at that. Um, if, when you look at videos of other, you know, catastrophes or things that happen in other countries and you see people grieving, they're out on the streets together. They're wailing, wailing. Yeah. they're flailing, they're pleading and they're doing it together in community. And I'd have to think every time I see that, I think mm. I never have seen that here. And it has to be helpful to grieve yeah. in that way together, to express it in a, you know, crying, flailing, just like your entire being is grieving this. To get it out. Mm -hmm. Because in many ways, as I mentioned, grieving is essential to growing and going. So you're not just doing it as an end in itself. You're doing it as a means Mm -hmm. to be able to move on. And so even uh, sadly, we've uh, just recently said goodbye to our, to your your stepfather, to my father-in-law. And it was so good to be together in Mm -hmm. Houston and to be with the family and to actually grieve together. Mm -hmm. Now it was a little bit delayed because of the distance and how far we all are away from Houston. We're here in Ohio. And so we had to delay it by several weeks. And that was a hard time because in many ways we couldn't get past Ed's death Mm -hmm. because we loved him so much. Mm -hmm. And it was hard to get past the loss of his, of him not being with us anymore until we came together, Mm -hmm. until we spent that time reliving the memories and, and, and laughing about the fun things and, and joking about the quirks Mm -hmm. that he had and, and really just tenderly appreciating him. And, and that's really what a celebration of life service does is when you take the time to just pause and to remember and to grieve together. And then an officiant, if he or she is doing their job well, they're going to say, now this person who's left behind, they would want you to move on. Yes. They would want you to leave this space, to leave this place, of course, remembering them, of course, commemorating them on a regular basis. I want to be remembered once I'm gone, right? I want to have a great legacy, but also to leave this place full of hope Mm -hmm. and joy and purpose and meaning. And so we did similar things even with the student athletes. We're actually taking them through a grieving process. And this can translate outside of athletics, but a grieving process where you're actually writing down. Mm-hmm. Here are the things I'm going to miss and then grieving them and then letting them go mm-hmm. so we can move on in hope. But if we forget to grieve, if we don't remember to grieve, we're not going to be able to do that. Right. Absolutely true. And I think too, with, with the whole grieving, I think because we want to do it in community, um, I think that there are some pitfalls that we can have with watching someone else who is grieving. Mm. And um, there, I think there's ways that we can really sit with them in that, even if we don't understand their circumstance, um, even if just feeling overwhelmed for them. Yeah. Um, several years back, as you obviously know, we miscarried twins. And I really feel like I learned a lot about the grieving process personally, but also to help others through mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just noticed that 
there were times where I'd be out in the grocery store and I would see someone who knew me, knew me well, knew that this had happened, and they would duck and go the other way, down another aisle. And I'm sure the reason for that is they felt awkward. They felt that pain. They thought if I say say something to yep. her and bring it up, I might say the wrong thing. Or so trying to be of service to you, they, yeah. they went around the corner mm-hmm. and you would have loved for what? Just, I see you. I'm so sorry. Um, didn't need to be a huge thing, but you know, don't come up to me and say nice day today. Isn't it like that kind of a thing? But even to just be like, I have no idea what to say and I don't want to say the wrong thing, but I am so sorry. Just know that I'm thinking of you or something like that. We are uncomfortable with grief Mm -hmm. with what we, when we experience it, um, or when we are encountering it. Mm-hmm. And so I think in many ways, sweetie, thank you for obviously embodying this, modeling this to our family, to me, to those who you mentor and those that you serve to remind us all that grieving is a normal part of life. Mm-hmm. It's not something to be avoided. It's something to be entered into, to be embraced so that we can move forward, so that we can grow and go and have a better and a more hopeful tomorrow, but it will not happen. It cannot happen, particularly in times such as these. If we do not pause, Mm -hmm. if we do not take even a few moments to remember to grieve. For life coaching, consulting services, or to hire a keynote speaker, please visit dmbcoaching.com.